You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Danny Williamson on from Danny Williamson Wellness. She owns the Integrative Family Medicine, and uh, she has written a book, and she's got a lot of amazing stuff going on here. So very excited to talk to you, Danny. Welcome. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm excited to be here today. With uh, a fellow nurse practitioner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So start out by telling us a little bit about you and you, you as a nurse. Um, how did you become a nurse? Why did you become a nurse? And <laughs> what did you do as a nurse? Or... <laughs> well, I, ha- I spent the first 20 plus years of my career. I have a master's degree in fashion design. So I was in New York City working as a fit model. And then I owned, I came back to Kentucky, opened up a maternity and children's store, did all of that for 11 years. And so I was not even into nursing. I became a doula. I was the first certified doula in Western Kentucky wow. um, in the 90s. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sorry, in the um, early 2000s. And then became a childbirth educator. Excuse me. And I got divorced. And decided, uh-oh, I need to sell more than breast pumps and nipple cream over here or do something to make a living. And so, and, you know, the business was fine. So anyway, I got a divorce. It was, I was in a big mess. I mean, and, and I was on food stamps and a medical card, two little kids. And I went to, I applied to nursing school and started at a community college because clearly in fashion design, you don't have chemistry or, or anything, anatomy and physiology, any of that. So And then I applied to a bridge program, actually. So I did a bridge program. I did not practice as a nurse for, as an RN for years. I became a nurse midwife and a family nurse practitioner. And uh, yeah, I went, I went to school on food stamps and a medical. How did you do that? That's that's like, I was the only one. I was the oldest one in my class at that time and became a nurse practitioner and got a job I had spent 24 years seeing doctors. I grew up in a lot of childhood trauma. I grew up in a complete shithole, honestly, of chaos. And uh, I had a a grandfather died by suicide. I was molested by a stepfather. My mom attempted suicide multiple times. I had another stepfather beat beat me up. It was a mess. I had chronic IBS, uh, four colonoscopies, diagnosed with lupus, uh, itching, depression, 24 years, 10 doctors, got through nursing school and all with this, 10 doctors before a doctor ever leaned into me and said, Danny, what are you eating? Don't you know your diet controls your disease? What? Wow. Never heard that in my life. I was still eating everything I wanted. I was my first job out of school, second job out of school, working for a functional medicine doctor, family practice doc. And it changed the entire trajectory of my life. And uh, 11 years ago, I started working on myself from the inside out, healing my body from the inside out, and it changed the way I practice medicine. And so I opened my own clinic seven and a half years ago, and I've never looked back. I worked for him for about five years, and that's what I do is help women and men heal their body from the inside out by controlling what's at the end of their fork 
But while I'm working on that, we also deal with the adverse childhood experiences because I've learned, because I treat a lot of autoimmune patients, Hashimoto's uh, to MS, to every, all of it. If you don't deal with the childhood trauma and the toxic stress that happened to you before the age of 18, I just can't get you to where you need to be. So it, it all is connected, right? Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, sexually, it's all connected. Yeah. Um, so that was a lot. <laughs> that was yeah, a- <laughs> It was, but you know, it's, it, yes. So I just became a nurse 11 years ago. Okay. So 11 years ago, you became a nurse and you, at that time you were in food stamps and you had two little kids, but you did a bridge program straight through to a nurse practitioner. Yes, I did. Uh, yes. How did, how did, how did you afford something like that? That's amazing. I didn't, I was $200,000 in debt in student oh, loans. Wow. I'm surprised they gave you loans too. That's no, sweet. not for grad school, not at Vanderbilt. They don't, you don't get any loan. You don't, Oh, I got loans. You didn't get grants or I did get a little scholarship for being a poor single mom, like a little scholarship, but I was in a dual double board certified program, nurse midwifery certified board certified. And then, so it was, it cost me more money than other people there because I did two programs. I did their dual, dual board certified program. Um, So you're not the type of person to take like the simple, easy route. (laughs) Apparently not. And no, I'm not. And, And the reason I did this, the bridge program was because, well, number one, I already had degree. I was already 40 years old. I knew I was not going to work on the floor. I knew that I wanted to become a nurse practitioner. So I talked to some docs about it and I said, well, you know, Danny, we're not anything before we're doctors. So, I, cause I was a little concerned about it. And I thought I am, I have got to get through and get this done. I've got two kids to raise. I moved them to Nashville, not knowing anyone. And so I clawed my way up after that and got my loans paid off. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I had made a good purchase in Nashville, a house 11, 15 years ago. And Nashville went crazy. You know, five years ago, people started moving in, sold it and paid off all my student loans. So so all that being said, um, I did. I was not a nurse ahead of time. I got a lot of experience because I was the old one. They sent me all over. I went to Atlanta to Northside Hospital to deliver babies, delivered more babies than anyone in my class. Went up to Fort Campbell. I think also they weren't crazy about me probably because I was older and said my voice, my opinion about yeah, things. they don't I like mean, that. You know. <laughs> so it worked out beautifully for me. And it was, it was, uh, it was great. And, and actually in hindsight, I wouldn't have changed anything, but it was very difficult. That was, you know, putting a lot of education in shorter amount of years. And I had those two kids Well, I still have them. They're just grown now, but um, yeah. So my clinic, yeah, I love what I do and I don't, I don't practice family medicine anymore. I just straight up functional medicine, gut health, adrenal, thyroid, and hormone. It's what I do. Okay. So now, and, and then you described a, a really, a, what you called a shithole of chaos, um, being in childhood up into the age of 18, maybe longer. But um, so what do you think is kind of the difference there? Because it's a, a lot of that kind of stuff can really, it can drive you to suicide. It can drive you to horrible outcomes. Um, but it, it seems to you know, you seem to have 
made something very positive. Um, and I don't know that it's out of that, but you know, what is it about you that made you do the things that you do given such a rough background? You know, I've questioned that so many times. I think you either have it in you or you don't, right? Some people lay down and die. Others rise up from the ashes. And I was determined. I left that house at 18. I was a senior. I was a senior when my second stepfather, my mother's third husband, beat me up that day. I'll never forget that. And I mean, I left um, as soon as I graduated high school and I did not come back. And I knew... I had an early, I had a plan. I was going to go to college. I was going to go to New York City and I did it. And, you know, I just made a decision that I was going to be better. Now, again, nobody's perfect, but my mom struggled with mental illness. She, she, she had attempted suicide multiple times before I was born. And then she was, she um, was institutionalized when I was six weeks old with postpartum psychosis. And, um, it just was never good. So I was determined to be different, not necessarily better. Cause I think she did the best she could. And I'm an only child and guess who has Alzheimer's now my mother, mm -hmm. guess who's the only caregiver, Danny Williamson. So it's been a real full circle, uh, healing forgiveness, you know, because a lot of people do not with my adverse childhood experience score of six, I should be already almost dead, for sure already attempted suicide multiple times, probably a drug user. I've got a much higher rate of anxiety, depression, and cardiovascular disease. I don't know. Resiliency, tenacity, I don't know. I just knew I had to be better, do better. And then when I got divorced, I was real determined that, okay, I, I'm, I'm out of here again. And I'm going to, I'm going to do something that makes my kids proud and something I love it. I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. And today was a great day in the clinic. The last two patients just broke down crying. One was a guy, one was a woman who feel so incredible. They had no idea that what was at the end of their fork would heal them or kill them. And they had struggled for years. Yeah, that's what I want to get to. So then, you know, out of this um, chaos as well, you, it, your body manifested um, the stress or whatever as yeah. chronic IBS, lupus, depression, all these other things. Um, and you came across a doctor who said, you know, food will change everything. Did you think yeah. he was like a kook at the time or did it make sense or what were you thinking? No, I was working for him, but it, it well, of course it sounded kooky because I just got out <laughs> of school and I had just had a traditional allopathic degree. And never once did they tell us, you know, um, if that patient has heartburn, you might want to consider what they're eating or if they've got depression, you might want to, or anxiety, you might want to consider migraines, you might consider food sensitivities. So not necessarily that he was a kook, but he was definitely different. He's still my mentor. He's fabulous. And, um, but I was like, you gotta be shitting me. I've seen all these doctors I, nobody has told me I've had four colonoscopies, 20 to 44, no gastroenterologist ever took the time to say, Danny, tell me what are you eating? You know? And so 
and it changed it again. It changed everything. And well, I learned that you, whatever you turn on, because Katie, I wasn't born with IBS. I wasn't born with lupus. I was not born depressed, anxiety or itching nonstop. I turned every bit of that on and I am living proof what you turn on, you can turn off or dial back so far below the radar that you don't even know you have lupus or you don't even have heartburn anymore. I mean, your body's designed to heal itself, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. All right. So what were you eating? Oh my gosh. Anything I wanted. Sonic ham and cheese for onion rings and Dr. Pepper. Yes. Loved it. Betty Crocker canned icing. Listen, I was, I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I rarely drink, but I would go to the grocery. I'd get so freaked out. I would go buy the Betty Crocker red icing, milk chocolate, literally had a spoon in my car. Your viewers cannot, or listeners can't see me, but I would pull that foil lid back, stick that spoon in that, take that, literally that sugar, hit those dopamine receptors. And I mean, I was just like, well, I was shitting my brains out after that. Sorry, but I mean, it was awful and never associated that that, I mean, I was eating anything I wanted, Katie, anything I wanted. And remember, I was on food stamps actually when I met him because I had literally just gotten out of school. So didn't have a, you know, a, 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 a income yet. And, and, and what do you do on food stamps? You try to make them go as far as you can. But I grew up, I wasn't, didn't grow up on food stamps, but I grew up on packaged, processed, bagged, canned, fake, man-made food. One ingredient God made food as a rule does not have gluten, dairy, sugar, soy, corn, you know, in it, inflammatory foods, inflammatory things. Yes. So I ate anything I wanted and I paid for it for years. Mm -hmm. um, so what, how do you eat now? Like, how did you make the change and, you know, how did you start making the changes and when did you? He did food sensitivity testing on me. Back oh, I see. And so I did an elimination diet. The first thing we did, we always started our patients and I still do to this day, the exact same thing, cut out the top seven inflammatory foods in the country, gluten, dairy, soy, corn, sugar, eggs, and peanuts. It's What's all left? in the book. <laughs> It's everything white that people eat, right? Everything fake food. Um, eggs are the number two food allergy in the United States. For really? Children. Number two. Number two. They are. They have been on my food sensitivity for eleven years. Just got my results back last week. Still up there. Gluten, dairy, eggs are hands down my top three. As are most people's. Most people. So. He eliminated, he, we started that elimination. Then we did food sensitivity. I had 29 foods on it that were really hurting my body. Amazing food can be wrong for you. Right? You could be even at eating avocados every day, but your body hates avocados and you have migraine headaches, but you never associate it with a superfood. Wow. So I'm a big believer in a high quality food sensitivity test. But even if you don't ever do that, you follow the virgin diet. JJ Virgin wrote a great book eight years ago. I, I've used it for 11 years prior to her writing the book and it's cutting out the top seven foods. It's called the virgin diet. And she saw with all of her clients 20 years ago, they were all reacting to the same seven foods, most people. 
And we know that those are the top inflammatory foods. But again, they're in everything processed, packaged. They're in all your fast food. There's a reason your favorite fast food, whatever it is, whether it's chicken or burgers or tacos, tastes the same in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as it does in Franklin, Tennessee, where I am. It was made in a chemistry lab. Every bit of it is a chemistry experiment. And you are the lab rat. Yeah. It's standardized fake food. Um, okay, so once you uh, figured out your food sensitivities, what kind of diet did you, or um, food changes, what, what do you eat now? So I eat a Mediterranean lifestyle more so. I really eat anything that I want that I know is not going to, I mean, I don't eat gluten, dairy, or eggs. I just cannot. If I do, I hurt. And so I know I'm going to eat no gluten, dairy, eggs. Some things rotate in and out, but I eat a Mediterranean lifestyle and that's the lifestyle that the bulk of the world eats. And that's where the blue zones are. You know, the bulk of the blue zones are in a Mediterranean. That's the diet the American Heart Association recommends. The American Diabetes Association recommends. That's more fruits and or vegetables and fruit than you can shake a stick out. More vegetables than anything. Colors. I eat in season, uh, lean fish, lean chicken, lean pork, lean turkey, you know, beef, all of that, olive oil, nuts, seeds, real food, one ingredient food. That's what I push for my patients. One ingredient food. That's food that's not in a box or a bag or a can or fake. You go cook it, you go buy it, I mean, and it goes bad if you don't cook it. That's real food. <laughs> not that it'll sit on your shelf for 10 years and that's exactly okay. right that's franken food <laughs> and that's what we do we feed our kids franken food we feed ourselves because we don't have any margin katie in our life we don't cook anymore we don't meal prep you cheat when you're not prepared your diet is the key to the entire thing daniel knew this in the bible 2000 years ago hippocrates knew this good gosh thousands upon thousands of years ago when he said all disease begins in the gut. Yes, it does. Yes, yeah, it does. I definitely believe that. Um, okay. So then you decided to start uh, your own practice. Is that correct? Yes. So Seven tell me ish years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me about that. What, why did you feel like you needed to start your practice? I was seeing so many patients a day there. At that point, we were taking insurance And I had built a really good practice for Dr. Kalb on my side, all the women's health and the autoimmune and all. And it was killing me. It was killing me. And long story short, the office manager pulled me aside one day and said, Danny, this place is killing you because I cried every day. I was just overwhelmed. I mean, so much. I couldn't do it. Very complicated. You know this, the longer you do this job, the more complicated patients you get because they hear that you're good at what you do. So I left, I gave my notice, I left and I opened integrative family medicine seven and a half years ago, and I've never looked back. It's the best decision I ever made. And then we opened a supplement store as well that, or I did, not we did. And I, I only, I don't take insurance. I'm a direct pay practice. My focus is Hashimoto's thyroiditis, but it, that deals with all autoimmune as well, because you know how that trickles out. And so we work on healing the gut, healing the adrenals, the thyroid and the hormones. And basically it's an endocrine practice. My good friend who's an endocrinologist, he's like, you practice true endocrinology. Yeah, 
I do. And I don't have the paycheck like you do. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like those are the things that people, the the, the doctors or mainstream uh, medicine, they tend to poo-poo that kind of stuff. They're just like, oh, Oh, they do. And I still get that, but I now have been around a long time here. And it's really interesting. The rheumatologist in town or the neurologist in town or the endos, they now will say when their patients come to them and say, hey, what about diet? I've heard that gluten affects the thyroid or whatever. They will say now, you know, I don't know anything about that, but here's who you need to go see. So what an honor when I get a new patient in and they say, you know, uh, Dr. Dauphine referred you, what referred me to you? And I'm like, what? Or Dr. Gretchen Campbell, the neurologist, but you know, they'll do all these give them every medicine known to man for, for headache, for migraines and never ask them, what are you eating? Then she'll say, well, maybe it's food sensitivities. And sure enough, it is. And, and so, um, but they do poo poo it and they call me a witch doctor and I, well, I'm not a doctor. So um, I'm not even a PA. I'm not even a, a doctor of nursing. I'm a nurse, just straight up nurse practitioner. Yeah, it's funny. Go see the witch doctor. Okay, whatever. I don't care. My patients cried because they're doing so well. Do yours. Um, <laughs> <Thank you. exactly. laughs> no, I love that. Um, okay, so let, I want to just clarify this one point, And then I want to ask you about, you know, your course and your book and stuff. But um, when you started integrative family medicine, did you start this before you quit or did you quit? And then, you know, thought, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Okay. So by that point I had probably 150,000 or more in student loans. I'd paid it down somewhere around there. Um, Oh no, it was, I already had it in the works. um, But I hadn't opened anything yet. I'd already rented a building. Nobody knew about and all. I got that business open, that clinic open in three and a half. I gave my notice on August the 11th, 2014. August 28th, I saw my first patient. It was chaos. I had no internet. I was pen and paper, man, old school, um, um, hooking into the CPA upstairs at the building, you know, logging on his internet a little bit. I mean, it was crazy. No facts, no nothing. I got her open because remember, single mom, tons and tons of debt. So what the heck am I going to do? And it worked. It worked. It worked. There's something that I call like the unshakable optimism. um, And you you clearly have unshakable optimism. You know, did it it occur to you that you could fail or was it just not an option? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) every day I kept thinking, well, I'm going to go bankrupt. This is great. Um, I'm going to lose everything I have. And I thought, what's the worst that happens? I have to file bankruptcy. Well, okay, that's terrible. But if I have to, and I just got to go work, I can work anywhere. I can work at a minute clinic. I can go become a midwife somewhere. I mean, my gosh, I can find a job. So, but guess what? So far from August the 28th to November the 18th, 2014 to 21, I have not had to go moonlight anywhere. And I have been so blessed. And I think when you love what you do and you're good at it and you're humble, humble, I think that's a big one. And you really understand where people are coming from. They, you know, they show up because they want to feel better. They really do. People do, but they don't know what to do. 
and we really walk them through it. I've got an incredible dream team, incredible staff of eight employees who, I mean, they, we have a really good system set up and people get their hands held a lot because this is new. It's not new to me. It's not new to me that food will kill you or heal, but it's a slow death, right? Right. Again, you turn it on through decades of dysfunction. You turn this autoimmune disease on or this chronic inflammatory state, and they don't know that you can turn it off. And so we really, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I wish that we taught my son's in medical school right now. And I wish that they, I don't know his first year. So who knows? He doesn't know what he's learning yet. I mean, he's just chaotic already, but right now, but I'm hoping that they are taught a little more than we were. No, I don't know about that, but I know <laughs> I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm trying to be optimistic, Katie, but he already knows. Cause he helped me open that clinic. He was in high school and, um, uh, my, both my kids were in high school. And uh, so he already knows. He knows there's a better way. He's either going to have a beautiful ride through med school or they're going to despise him because he's going to say, hey, what about their B12 level? You say they're numb and ting- their hands are numb and tingling, numbness and tingling in their feet or hands. Let's check their B12 level, which, you know, or they're going to roll their eyes. Who knows? Um, okay. So now then after the, uh, clinic was set up, then you started, uh, doing supplements as well. Is there a special type of supplement? I, did. That I you started used? selling a few supplements, two little shelves of the, of things that we used at my old practice that I knew worked beautifully that you couldn't get, you know, um, you know, at, at whole foods or at, you know, GNC or things like that. And so, and then it's grown into its own full fledged brick and mortar store, Oh, wow. Six days a week. Oh yeah. It's, it's, they come from all, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's nutraceuticals, you know, high quality medical grade supplements that, and, and we do a tremendous amount of education with our patients and there are a lot of lunch and learns. It's a really nice, and we have an online store as well that, um, because I don't want my patients buying their supplements off of Amazon. Amazon is not interested in your health. And there's a reason you should never burp up fish oil, right? You should never buy anything <laughs> like that on Amazon that you're going to ingest in your body. Um, they've had lots and lots of things pulled off of their shelves, Amazon, that were fake products or expired. So we could talk about that forever. But yes, I have an amazing supplement store that is loaded with incredibly trained employees who actually know what kind of probiotic you may need, right? You don't just go pick one up. What's going on with you? Here's the bacteria. So I feel really blessed. And hopefully that's my retirement. When Jackson comes back, if he takes over the practice, I'm just going to go sell vitamins all day and talk to people about, you know, all that, all that. So um, it's, it's, I just am in a good season, Katie. I really am. And then when the book came out last week, it just is kind of, kind of come full circle. So tell me uh, about this book. Um, when did you decide to write it and, and what kind of, um, I guess, framework did you work from in building oh, out this book? Don't ask that. Well, <laughs> it took two years to get it written. Five years before that, I was told by my friend, Michael Hyatt, you need to write a book. 55 years though, in the making this book was. So the book um, and like I said, it, November the 9th is when it was released. And it's because I can only help, you know, this in a clinic, you can only help one person at a time. Um, you're just trading time for dollars and that's beautiful. 
you're helping one person at a time, but I know that my story of healing is universal to people. Personal equals universal. And I have a story of healing and I'm not the only person who does or felt sick. And I knew that I had to get this out because my goal is to help millions of men and women, maybe billions, who knows, realize that they're not broken and they never were broken and their body's designed to be 150%. So it goes through my six steps to healing that I work with every single day, eat well. Each chapter is dedicated to one of my steps, eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well, decrease stress, cultivate community. And then the very first part of the book is on trauma. You're not your past. You're not responsible. And it talks about my trauma and my story. And again, personal equals universal. And when I shared my story with people publicly one day, uh, it connected me to, to my tribe more than I ever knew because I didn't realize how many people grew up in the same chaos that I did. So the book is Danny's six common sense steps to radical healing wild and well, Danny's six common sense. This is common sense, practical medicine, Katie, common sense, common sense, things your traditional healthcare provider don't have time to talk to you about. Right. Yeah. Which is really sad, especially since it's the only thing that's actually going to help you. (laughs) You're right. You're right. And when I get the people in my clinic who are sick and tired of being sick and tired and they're willing to make the change, right? To to whatever it takes. And I, I believe people who practice functional medicine, people who practice any medicine, but functional medicine people, uh, you know, the potential there, you know, it's generally a a cash practice. You have to practice with such integrity because people are literally desperate by the time they get into your office. Because again, they're going to go to where their insurance is taken, right? They're going to go everywhere first. They're desperate. And you have to have such integrity because you could take advantage of people. They literally are buying the Kool-Aid, whatever. If I said Kool-Aid, you need Kool-Aid. That's going to help you they will buy it. And so I, we are very, very cognizant of that in the office, that integrity above anything else. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, a lot of that's uh, one of the reasons that I got into nursepreneurs in general, because there's so many people out there selling, you know, whatever, uh, they don't know anything about it. And, you know, I just felt like the nurses had so much experience uh, and so much to offer in terms of what they know and and how they know it. You Uh, bet. Yeah. And to meet people like you um, that do have that integrity is, is what makes all the difference. Oh, I'm a big believer. You know, it's not, if I've never made another penny in my life, I'm perfectly fine. Like, I mean, I need to keep making my income. You know what I mean? If I don't ever go up, I don't mean that Lord. No, I I could sell five, 50 million of these and probably never pay back what it costs to do this. But, (laughs) but what I'm saying is, um, if you do it because you love it and you really want to help people, um, the money will come. I mean, you're, you're going to be taken care of. You can pay your bills. Um, again, yes. Integrity, integrity, which is the reason I started the supplement store because I knew what I needed people to do. And if they buy from me, fantastic. If they don't, I don't care. I just want people to feel better and I know what helps. And so 
I'm thrilled to death about the book. It's doing great. It's doing fantastic. I would love to have it on like the, the Publishers Weekly or USA Today or Wall Street Journal or New York Times bestseller. Don't, I don't know. It's on, a, it's a bestseller on Amazon right now. I mean, why that, not? <laughs> which is fabulous. But, you know, to, to, to take it to that next level would be great. Um, but it doesn't matter. I think whomever needs the book is going to get it in their hands. Yes. Yes, yes I believe that. So I'm excited. I don't know if I'll write another one. Good Lord, it almost killed me, but I mean, it didn't. So, but that's hard. It, have you ever written a book? I did. Yeah, I wrote the acute care guidelines for nurse practitioners. Um, and then oh. two years later, they asked me to do the second edition. And I'm like, you have got to be joking. <laughs> I'm still not over the last, the first edition. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so complicated because, you know, we're not writers. We're nurses. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fashion design person and a nurse practitioner. I am not a writer, but I can speak all day. I actually hired a ghostwriter to help because I talked like, like nonstop. And so I could rattle off, you know, so much. And so we recorded, we met every week and recorded and recorded and recorded and she dictated everything. And, and that's how, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, that that's um, that sounds. Good. I need to get her name from you because that's yeah. Like a and good she thing would to do. gladly do it. It's not cheap, but let me tell you something. Nothing's cheap. <laughs> yeah, not cheap. Um, but think of the time and the effort that it's. I mean, you know, you can talk, you can speak everything. It's just trying to figure out how to write it all. It's a mess. But but all that being said, um, I hope it helps millions of people realize that you know, they deserve to be happy, healthy, and whole. And we're just because we're getting older, we're not supposed to be breaking down at all. Who says that? Who says we're supposed to have joint pain and fatigue and all these things happen to us because we get older? Absolutely not. Right. It's so common. We just accept it as, you know, it's just fact. And it's, it's not, not at all. No. It's no, it's not no. at all. I mean, from I'm what, what I've read, we're encoded to like uh, live until 120. And yet we were like, oh, 80, that's good enough. <laughs> and then you give up. Yes, and like, we are encoded to live 120. So I'm 55. I'm about halfway there. I am so excited. I can't wait for the next 55, 60 years of my life because they're going to be smoother. I'm just telling you right now than the first 55. Well, the first 50. How about that? Really the first 44. They were just a train wreck. <laughs> but um, but some of that was my fault. But, you know, I am on a path now and I'm on a one woman mission to let people know that, by gosh, you can get out of anything. And you and, and if, if you're in a bad marriage, excuse me, or a bad job or bad relationships, you know, know, there's nothing that says you I have a whole chapter on that on the de-stress well chapter. You don't have to keep the soul suckers in your life. Right. Who says you do? Right. And 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 that can mean get a divorce. And I don't promote divorce, but I mean, I also believe there are worse things than divorce. Right. Well, that's just like the, the toxic environment, like toxic relationships that you have. And you have to look at the people that are around you. And I did that at one point and I was just kind of like, Ugh. And, you know, and even like people that are close to your family members or something, you know, I have family members that are super negative and I'm like, all right, we're going to do little spurts, you know, on holidays. And that's, that's going to be about it. We're not spending any kind of massive amount of time because that negativity is so pervasive. Like it just infects you. Sucks. 
the life out of you. And you do not have to have that in your life. And I, that's right. And you just can microdose those people. And I just actually did a whole Instagram post today on the holidays and the stress of the holidays. And you don't have to be a part of it. If you don't want to go, nobody says you have to. If it, if it is detrimental to your health and you go into a family situation that is bad for you or toxic, there's nobody that says Danny Williamson has to go to that. I can change that tradition. Now, people don't like it when you set boundaries like are right here on the Zoom. You're in your box and I'm in my box. They don't like that, but it doesn't matter. If they make it about them, then shame on them. That's about them. You have one shot to take care of your life, your health, your stress, and stress will kill you. Straight oh, yeah. up kill you. If you're in a bad job, then you need to change it. That's what I did. I figured it out and I changed my career or changed. Well, I did change careers, but I changed my job. Right. And there's nothing wrong with cutting people out. You can eliminate people. Even Jesus did that. He separated himself oftentimes from people. Um, so I'm a big believer in that. Automate, yeah. eliminate and delegate everything. You can <laughs> I love that. I love it. Now you also have a course. What's that about? I have a course called Inflammation is the Devil. And we actually just lowered the price. You don't mince words at all. <laughs> no, so just get straight to it. We don't have any time to waste over here. It is the devil and it will kill you. Chronic, low-grade, burning inflammation is the root of high blood pressure, high cholesterol. We know these things. And it's a, it's a course. You can go in and out of it. It's a great course, $29, uh, several hours long, but it's, it's really good. It is, it's a good course. And it's on our website, dannywilliamson.com right there. If, or you can come to the store and come see us. And, you know, if you're in middle Tennessee, but yeah, I do have a good course. I'd love to do another course at some point. I just haven't gotten around to that. Um, but it's good. I like it. I love it. Uh, all right, Danny. So why don't you tell people where they can uh, tell them, tell us about your, uh, the name of your book again, where we can buy it. And uh, again, where we can find you. You can buy it anywhere you buy books, praise God online, books, a million Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Parnassus books, Pal books, indie books. I mean, it's all over. Thank you, Jesus. They picked it up. I would love to get it in the bookstore. So you can go to Amazon or you can go to Barnes and Noble on my website. We actually have every link up there. You spread the love, get it, buy it all over. Um, DannyWilliamson.com is the website. Lots of information on there. But Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube are Danny Williamson Wellness. And I give out tons of free content and health education every day. Sunday nights, I do a health show on a uh, health uh, Facebook live on Facebook called Sunday night service and somebody difference on there every Sunday night. Those are transferred to YouTube on Monday morning, Instagram three, four times a week, three times a week, always tons of health education. So we give away a ton. I think when you've been given a lot, you need to give a lot and that's one beauty about functional medicine providers. We do love what we do. And we, you don't see a standard old gastroenterologist out there sharing free content about gut health, but you do on functional medicine people. And so there's a lot of free education out there for anybody. 
who's interested and who wants to learn podcasts like you, but there's so many health podcasts out there for people to listen to. Um, so we're, we're all over the internet and that's fun because I love a camera. I love to be right in front of a camera and teaching, just teaching. I mean, because again, it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. It's common sense, practical medicine. And I'm blessed to have survived all the trauma and the chaos and reversed all of that. And I just want to get it out to the, to the masses. I love it. Well, Danny, thank you so much for being on with us today. I appreciate you. Thank you for all the work that you're doing. You're doing solid work out there. Thanks. I love it. <laughs>